0: All right, here we go.
1: Welcome to the Woodward's Filmcast with Mitch Abba and Colin Ward. Let's go and
2: make the greatest movie ever. Yeah. All right. Hammer. What the hell is going on? What a piece of junk. That's really not the case here. This is a great script. Look, here's the mic. Now you talk, Toys.
1: Here's your host, Kale Davidoff.
2: Hey, I mean this completely sincerely. You guys are a sight for sore eyes. Um, we we skipped another week, and I am so happy to see you guys. It's been I've been I've been crazy busy, working a lot of hours, and I you know, I miss the days where doing this podcast was the most nervous and stressful thing in my life. But work has taken over, but. You guys are just bringing joy to my soul at this Aww. moment, because we get to sit here and talk about movies and record it, and we'll put Yay. it on the internet, and I do think it will listen.
1: Oh,
2: yeah. Hey! Hey. That's, that's the Welcome goal. back.
1: Welcome.
2: We haven't been as consistent as usual, but this is the Woodward's Filmcast, your Detroit podcast for film, TV, news, <clears throat> and discussion. My name's Kale Davidoff. I'm here as I am, supposedly every week, <laughs> with my friends. Occasionally. Colin Ward and
1: Mitch Haba.
2: Me, Colin, and Mitch, we get together every week and we see a movie and we sit down and we talk about it. We talk about some movie and TV headlines and then we give some recommendations at the end. It's a really simple podcast, but we um, love doing it and uh, hope you love listening. Uh, Mitch, you're, a little, you're under, the, under the under the weather a little bit. Yeah. So you're going to... You, you, thanks for coming. Yeah. But, uh, you I know. I
1: have like a summer cold.
2: Summer cold. Which yeah. is not transferable through the ear holes. Um, I mean, I mean, when you're listening <laughs> to a podcast, <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> I woke up this morning at like five, five thirty, with like the most splitting sinus headache oh, okay. in the world. I, it was so painful. I got up and drove to the CVS in Midtown and bought like a ton of medicine. And nobody was on the streets yet. Well, you
2: look, like, you look good. You sound, you nice. sound okay. I'm a little better. A little, I'm a, little a little loaded up. A little low in your in your tone right now. Yeah. But I like it. It's, it's masculine, Mitch. Yeah, it was bit... right, weird. Well, quarantined? Yeah, in my, too. My yeah well, we have qu- also yeah. quarantined. He's actually in the next room right, <laughs> right. now.
1: There's a big bubble. It's <laughs> kind of weird. I, you should have run it by me before <laughs> I got here, but
2: hey, you know, at least I'm included. <laughs> Colin, how you been? What's, what's going on? Hey, I'm
0: good. I'm good. Uh, you know, enjoying the summer weather and everything...
2: As long as it doesn't get get you sick, you're cool with this one.
0: No, my immune system is perfection. I I don't get sick, actually. We
2: will uh, check in next week, see if Mitch Mitch got us sick. (laughs) Um, But yeah, you you saw it. I mean, we saw Finding Dory. Did you guys see anything else? Because we skipped a week.
0: I was going to see um, the Neon Demon, and I'm still planning on seeing that, but...
2: I want to see it too.
0: Mondays, Mondays, my day off, so that's when I always see movies. So I saw Finding Dory two Mondays ago, and then I was gonna see Neon Demon uh, this past Monday. And I was out running some errands, exchanging concert tickets, buying new concert tickets, going to the bank. As and happens, I was, and I was on the road, and traffic was just so fucking terrible that I was like, I don't even want to be out anymore. I just want to go home, be naked at home, and play video games. And get out of the heat too. Fair. And I mean, I would be naked at the
1: theater, but that's roundabouts. Right, right, right. It was really cool on Monday. Like, it felt like a fall day. No, Monday
0: was Probably while you're sick. Tuesday. Tuesday was cool.
1: I thought Monday was because. No, I think
0: you're right. Monday was the 90,
1: and then Tuesday was the Sunday. Right. (laughs) Maybe it was Monday evening that it started to cool down. Yeah.
2: Um, speaking of cool, before we get into our uh, film and TV news uh, here, I, yesterday, uh, the, I think maybe just Amazon, I don't know, I bought it on Amazon, but the ultimate edition of Detroit Shot Batman vs. Superman is out, and if you follow on my Facebook, you saw that my three seconds of fame is out there.
1: Getting Intended To. I Get Intended To. Get intended to. Kale as an extra.
2: You can check me out in the Batman vs. Superman Ultimate Edition after uh, there's a little explosion at a Capitol building. Spoilers. Spoilers. And um, uh, Superman, Superman flies has, uh, outside and he's there and he's watching all the people that are being tended to and I am one of them.
0: It's actually the best part of that movie.
2: So. <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a dig at the movie, but really it's my performance that as an extra. It's stunning. I was it's, in pain, and I expressed that through visual it's some, acting. Some it's great. It's, background it's, it's called acting. acting. Have, you guys, have you guys ever been an extra? Yeah. No. I have. Wait, what was you an extra then? Vamps. Oh, you were? Yeah. How was it? Have you ever seen it? No, I never seen, Vamps, seen it. Vamps, shot in Michigan, 2010 ish, right? Uh, yeah, like
1: 2010 or 9. Yeah.
2: Uh, no, I haven't. Me neither.
1: Um,. I think my parents watched it, and they my mom liked it, but my dad thought it was kind of dumb. Did they
2: see you in the movie?
1: Are they apparently did not. Yeah. I don't know if they These were looking, though. Because most
2: extras are, yeah. I, it's a, I mean, I'm not going to say this, but if I am. I guess you're I just, just filler. It. I just said it. You know, your chances of being in the movie as an extra. Very, right. very, I mean, I you'll re- be, you're blurred <laughs> out in the background. Right. Kind of thing. Yeah. I remember oh,
1: when... It came out, Super Batman vs Superman, and like there was an article about people being upset that they weren't like best, it. it's, like, best article <laughs> ever. Like, are you kidding?
2: <laughs> like they they didn't make the movie for you. God, yeah. where was where were they shooting when you were an extra? Uh, at the old main building in Wayne State. Oh sweet. Um, was it? How was it? I mean, was uh, I was cool. It,
1: we waited a really long.
2: Actually, no. So much me, waiting. Let
1: me re- let me rephrase it. It wasn't well run. Um, sorry. Uh, production crew on that. Right, job. I
2: think it it, it so it, if even when it is well run, it's it can very be easily be perceived as being. We were not right? fed. Yeah, that sucks. That shouldn't happen.
1: Yeah, and it took. We were there for probably six, seven hours, and we were not fed. Oh no. Um. Yeah. So there, yeah, were, people, there were delays. You heard it here and,
2: first. be an extra.
1: Right. Right. It is fun. I mean, it's
2: a cool. I will say. I mean, I I'm a little jaded by it, but I uh, it is a cool experience. If you've never been an extra, to be able to be on set. And have limited responsibility, um, yeah. But just to view what's going on, I think is cool.
1: Right. right. I was going to apply to be a extra for Transformers, but I kind of forgot. And then the next day, they were like, "Up oh, filled. We got all the extras we need." I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know. He doesn't know. I might know a person. You're not the second um, AD.
2: We should do. I could do a whole extras. On, I, could, I could do a whole episode on my life as an extra on a few things because they've been pretty bad. But that's a whole other story for another time. You, you're itching to say something.
1: Off-mic. No, that's It's an off mic
0: combo.
2: No, I don't think so.
0: Yeah. It was a joke, but I think it passed. Time has passed.
2: Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> at your, it is a joke at your expense. Oh not like, worry. Those are my favorite kind of jokes. I <laughs> um, love plenty. L- let's catch up on a little news. I mean, this 2016 just continues to suck with these celebrity deaths. I mean, it's, it is honestly... It's I know everyone. it's the most cliche thing to say, but it is, it's been ridiculous, and it seems like it's been more uh, frequent and more famous people than usual. Um, I, th- I guess it was last week when we were going to record this podcast, but we ended up not doing it, that Anton Yelchin passed away, um, who's most famous for Star Trek, right? Right. Um, uh, he played Chekhov. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's tragic accident in his driveway, right? Is that what happened? Yeah crazy it appears his Um, car
1: just knocked out of park fell into neutral and crushed him between his mailbox yeah
2: terrible um so obviously our thoughts are with uh the yelchin family do you guys are you guys big fans of his i mean he's done a lot not necessarily things that i've seen i mean I, i i loved him i remember you know seeing the Having been a, a pretty kind of okay, like, semi-big fan of the original series and then seeing him as Chekhov in Star Trek, I was like, he was perfect for it. But have you guys watched him in other stuff?
0: No. I've seen uh, half of the movie like crazy. And I was enjoying it. I don't know why I stopped watching it, though.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm, you know, I'm just looking at his eye. I mean, he's done a, a lot of yeah. things. He's in a lot of a, lot of a lot of TV, it looks like, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah... Um, uh, Any thoughts? You guys, Star Trek, I like, stuff. I right? like him
1: a lot in uh, the Star Trek movies, yeah. so it'll be kind of shitty to see him go. I'm, I'm curious what they'll do if they keep making more of him, because, you yeah.
2: know. It's going to be a hard role to I fill. I don't know if
1: they could, like, replace him, because, right. you know, he was really good in the role.
0: Yeah. Um, it's a shame he's younger and, I thought, really talented in the Star star trek films and other films i know he got really well received uh with his performances like in green room and and like crazy uh so it's always sad to you lose a um young talented person well, It's sad to lose anyone
1: but right especially when they're so young and
2: um had still, so much promise
1: i still have to see green room i think we all have to see it still it looks good
2: yeah i do really want to see green room um yeah so it'll be interesting when star trek beyond comes out soon when does that mid july yeah july 22nd so um it'll be a little uh be watched a little more heavy hearts than it, than it would have been um and we'll see where that franchise goes i guess and, and what they will do um so yeah we'll we'll, we'll see uh, it sucks that's a talent lost uh, way way too soon um not a whole lot of, like, newsy news. I mean, we can talk all day about the failed uh, performance at the box office of Independence Day. Um, but... So um, yeah.
0: I had some friends who saw it and were big fans of um, the first one and
2: hated Now, I will second. say, I mean, we saw Finding Dory, really, you guys saw it last week. I saw it this weekend. Um, and it lost to Finding Dory. There was Finding Dory's second week, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, So... Um, I will say I kind of want to see this movie. I mean, you know, again, we don't always need to see good movies. Um, I think it'd be it'd be interesting to see because I, I love the first one in a in a '90s way. Um, it'd be interesting to see why this movie, what went wrong, and what you know why it was so poorly received at the box office. But on that note, um, there was this big thing on Reddit this week, and I get a little bit with Screen Crush. Um, this this graph of 2016 movies and um, the relation between critic reviews and box office and it's a very clear-cut graph there's really no like in between here except it looks like Batman vs Superman is the only one that kind of like it has poor reviews but still did pretty well at the box office other than that all these movies Independence Day, Warcraft Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Apocalypse Gods of Egypt, Kung Fu Panda, all these movies um that did really really poorly at the box office uh had yeah, I'm getting this right, had poor reviews. Do you guys think that is it and it seems to be stronger than other years? Is there a social media thing going on here that's like that's that's more potent than it ever was? I mean, we get information so much quicker than we've ever had before and is it affecting the box office? I mean, these poor reviews, I mean, you know, you guys probably may have wanted to see Independence Day. Did you not see it because it, it got shit reviews? And do you think most people are in that way?
0: Um, I, I think it's a mix of a few things. I, I definitely think now with social media being so prevalent as it is, um, that if someone sees it early, they're gonna post if it's good or bad, and that definitely contributes to the hype. So if it's bad, people probably will be like oh, I won't see that right away, or I won't see that opening weekend. Right. Um. I also think that um movies are expensive and to waste your not waste your money but spend your money on something that might not be as good when you can see, maybe see it on Netflix in a year or HBO in a year well, it's people don't want to I don't want to spend money to go see a bad movie so I can't imagine many people want
1: to
2: Right.
1: Mitch yeah pretty much agreed uh, the, the, this is one of the benefits of social media and just the influx of internet usage and Sites like Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic and all those. Um, when things get bad reviews, people find out quickly. I mean, uh, so why go see it? if it, You know, and especially for something like Independence Day, um, a sequel that was 20 years after the first one. Um, people like the first one. I'm not a huge fan of it, but people like the first one. And they don't want to see something that just is going to be a rehash and is getting terrible reviews. Like what's the point? Like, Mm -hmm. um, it seems, you know, we, we can be as cynical as we want, but it it seems like things are turning around. Like, uh, the like critics and early reviews and the internet are affecting our viewing habits and like completely when it comes to opening weekends.
2: So you, you think this is like a paradigm shift, like like recently that like <laughs> I'm like if Independence Day came out now, the original one, and mm-hmm. it got some poor reviews right away, it wouldn't have done as well. You know what I mean? Like I, I was reading some forum post and people were saying that look, in ninety six no one gave a sh- no one really sought out reviews like they do today. There wasn't Metacritic, there wasn't Rotten Tomatoes, it just gives you a consensus of reviews. I mean you had to you would just either read your local newspaper person or you would watch Roger and Ebert. Ebert and Robert, I mean. And um, Siskel and Ebert. Siskel and Ebert, whoever was, yeah, back then. Yeah. Um, my point is, is like, people are saying that, like, if, if that movie, if this was 2016 and Independence Day came out, um, the same movie, no one would see it because right away people would say, look, it's not that good. It's possible. And back in 96, people just went to go see a movie because well, Will Smith was in there. Independence Day. The, Will Star Power maybe right. it was a bigger deal before, because of that, right? And you want to go see stars, you didn't go to see critically acclaimed movies.
1: And Spectacle. I mean, that's like the first one of the first Spectacle movies um, that involve like action movies. You have buildings and cities being destroyed. Yeah, it was, and, a, good, it was know, a good action first and use of
2: CG right, and, and like practical. People effects, wanted to yeah. see
0: that. And uh, I, like you're going with um, Star Party. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, one of the Hamesworth is in here, but I don't really <laughs> classify him as a one that you would go see a movie specifically for jeff goldblum is the other big there's probably the second biggest star in yeah in this but also i mean maybe audiences are just tired of seeing things being blown up like we you see that enough in regular life now um so watching just endless parades of buildings being destroyed and cityscapes being destroyed Maybe that doesn't stop not appealing to a un- wide audience anymore.
2: Yeah, but it's not just independent. You know, we're talking about movies like Warcraft and and uh, like The Huntsman. You know, they're not has fantasy
0: like, ever like really done that well
2: at the no, box but, office
0: besides Rings.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, you got Gods of You Kung Fu Panda is one that like I I don't know. Well, that so that's an, well inter- in the that's an interesting one because that's an anomaly on this graph because it actually got better reviews. Animation than it did, is that it did um, always gonna do well. Yeah, but, it, for did, angry but birds. it did okay, like it, in animation terms. But yeah, maybe you might be right. It might. Be, I mean, I, I mean, I, I I think you are right that people are kind of you know, like the spectacle of the White House blowing up is not cool anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah. So now, now we have to see a giant spaceship with its own gravitational pull destroy. England. Yeah. Like right. just by flying over right. it. and they're yeah.
0: gonna do that themselves
1: with Brexit. So <laughs> uh, why right. this is getting <laughs> there
2: are, screwed. There are like I mean, did you uh, know, did you guys know Alice through the looking glass came out? No,
1: not at all. God. I think that's another thing is the marketing campaigns. I didn't know that came out. Uh Independence Day Resurgence was so over marketed that we saw all the big spectacle moments in the previews that yeah. was like, Why? Why do I want to go see this? Like what What could possibly happen in this movie that is going to blow me away? Right.
0: I will say, too, now that I don't... I haven't had cable, like cable cable for a year Mm -hmm. and a half now, maybe. I am... And I I would be fucked if I didn't know, like, when... If I wasn't so wise to movies and when they were coming out. Because I don't see any advertisements advertisements, anywhere else. Like, what was the big movie that is coming out or just came out? This... Uh, Finding Nori, maybe find yeah. it, but mm, Independence maybe. Day. <laughs> no, it's coming out in like two weeks or something. Tarzan, and yeah, that that is it. And I'm, <laughs> oh, is this movie coming out? Like, because I haven't seen any ads for it. I'm like, is it playing on TV? And we were just talking beforehand, like there, like some of the marketing about that movie. Um, I think it was Mitch saying that some of the reviews were positive or something. I'm like, yeah. I haven't seen a fucking thing about this. Yeah. So without. TV spots I'm pretty in the dark About
2: well, well, well About I, this I, To build upon that I think part of the reason Is that Not that they don't tell you It's coming out Or whatever But like It used to be Honestly In, in June or May Or whatever That you would have Basically a block, a blockbuster A month And right. I, I say blockbuster Meaning a black A, a hundred million Two hundred million dollar movie Big You have movie. one every week now Yeah mm-hmm. And so it's not it, It's it, You have to pick and choose Which blockbuster you want right. to see
1: That goes with like The um, Liam Hemsworth thing Like he's he's a good-looking okay actor uh who any other time in the world like in our history would have been a huge movie star i feel but because there are so many movies coming out all the time like who there are so many actors and actresses there's they don't have the same pull anymore um
2: well, yeah. Too many just, movies, too many yeah. actors
1: and actresses, not mm-hmm. enough people interested in wanting to go see a movie.
2: Well, I was just also just reading this. I forgot what article. Maybe it was. It might have been the L.A. Times. Uh, just about how like the star power thing is gone. I mean, oh, it's yeah. just it's all about brands. I mean, pe- people go see Marvel movies now. They don't go right. see a Robert Downey Jr. movie. Right. Um, people. People like you know Disney is a brand. Pixar is a brand that people go see. Um, you know, no one cares that Ellen DeGeneres is the lead of this movie I mean, I, I know it's an animation, but I'm just saying well, maybe that's Everyone like, goes sees this because right. Pixar's on, on the marquee Not because the actor's on the marquee
1: Well, maybe that's a good thing, though Because maybe now we're more focused on the story I, I mean, And the disagree, movie yeah. itself Because, like, back then, it's like Oh, George Clooney's in this And, you know, you saw it because George Clooney was in it Even though he probably didn't give a great performance Or, you know, Julia Roberts um, and it's not a good She's movie She's perfect always. <laughs> okay. <And> it's <laughs> not a good great movie or whatever. But now we're we're like I mean George Clooney can be in Hail Caesar and nobody and No one, goes, see it. No one sees it. No one sees it. But example. it's a good yeah.
2: movie. I mean that whole cast. Yeah.
1: And it's a Coen Brothers. And it's a Coen and Brothers, a Coen film, Brothers right? which
2: you know that that's like is that a brand? I don't know. Like I would think it would be Direct
1: people see directors. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And we'll, we'll, that, we'll put that to the test with uh, the BFG right. this week, too. Spielberg. All right, one more question on this. Do you think it is the duty of the critic to protect you from seeing a bad movie? Is that is that the, the goal there? No. No, but do you think that some critics are kind of doing that? I, I think like it... Trying, I think trying to affect it, maybe? I
0: think they're critiquing wrong, then.
2: Okay. I, I think I agree with you. I don't think... That's not really what you should be doing. But I I am sometimes, I wonder, I I don't know. I don't want to steer
0: anyone away from seeing something. If they want to see it, by all means, go see it. Right. I'm just going to reflect on my personal experience with it and what it meant to me and what I liked and what I didn't like about it. And maybe that gives someone guidance whether they want to see Opening Weekend or not. But I don't think I ever want to specifically say don't see this movie. Yeah right and i think that's right that's tacky. i agree
1: i think that's one of i mean i don't think any critic is specifically doing that um but i think you know i think rotten tomatoes and those like aggregate sites are inadvertently
2: doing that yeah right, right.
1: i mean you give something a, a score and it's like oh it's and that
2: always 20 i don't want to fucking see that you know giving any kind of art a, a score sometimes it's just weird or like it, and it's different than like if uh, if you're saying this is two out of five stars when you're one person but when you when you're aggregating like that to me it's just like you're kind of trying to make this like a point system mm-hmm. like it's a game and and I, how do you even
1: gotcha how do you even yeah. do that i don't know it's not a sport Qu- quantify art
2: quantify <laughs> art yeah what is that it's unquantifiable yeah. it's artistic
1: it's like back in the day you used to trust your na- your newspaper film critic and you're like, well, he liked it. Let's go see it. Or he didn't like it. Let's see it anyway.
2: But also on, on your point, I mean, this is like of like you just say what you want. And that might lead someone to say if they want to see it or not. I mean, also like you you sometimes develop, you find out what critics have your taste. Absolutely. And that's where, that's, you know, that's helpful for me sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like I know which critics I can mm-hmm. say. Like when they like a movie, I usually like a movie. When they don't like a movie, I don't like a movie.
0: Michael Phillips, Chicago Tribune.
2: That's your guy?
1: Mm-hmm. I like Peter Travers. Rolling Stone. Sometimes he's wrong,
2: though. I, I like. I sometimes like. Yeah, sometimes he is.
1: I'm not a huge fan of Tom Long of the Free Press or News. I don't remember which one
2: he's in. Uh, I news. Don't,
0: I don't but read a lot of his stuff. <coughs> I don't know.
2: But if you want to come on the podcast, let us know. Hey. Um. So let's let's do some critiquing of our own, guys. Huh? Huh? We suck, podcast. <laughs> We're terrible. Um. <laughs> Uh, as I said in the beginning of the show, we all get together every week, we see a movie, and we talk about it, we critique it, and we galley what we think, and you can decide whether or not you want to see it. Actually, to be honest with you, most of the time, we hope that you watch the movie before you have you listen to us fully, because we do get into some spoilers right. um, after our initial thoughts on the film. Well, this week, we saw the sequel to Finding Nemo, uh, Finding Dory.
1: Should we talk about the short before
2: it, too? We, we can talk about the short as well. There was a, there was a short... Um, that became before the Pixar film, as, as, as there are British. many Pixar films. I think this is only the second Pixar film that we've done. I think Inside Out and this. Zootopia yeah. is a Disney film, mm-hmm. but it's not Pixar. And
1: we never saw a good dinosaur. And
2: we never saw a good dinosaur. Did not it? a lot of I heard, people I'm did. Sorry. <laughs> Neither did anyone. Weird. I, heard, yeah, I heard that so was okay. So much for we that brand thing. That. <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> um,
1: like I said, directors, writers.
2: Right. Uh, Andrew Stanton directed this movie. He also directed Finding Nemo, also Wall-E, and A uh, Bug's Life. Those are his, which uh, is also he, Pixar.
1: Right? He also wrote like the Toy Stories. He did a lot oh, of yes, stories.
2: Oh he, yes, he does a lot of story stuff. Um, also directed John Carter, uh, live action film, which I I like. Never saw it. It has good parts, but not a lot of people liked it. Um, anyways, so he's back, and Finding Dory, which is uh, the sequel to the really popular film Finding Nemo from two thousand three, that we were thirteen
1: mm-hmm Twelve,
2: thirteen. I saw it last year for the first time oh so uh this is all fresh in my mind wow let's go around and you guys saw it last week y'all y'all remembering it
0: eh kind of
2: <laughs> well we're gonna what do you got hopefully dory, enough story <laughs> right remembering it yeah. um well you go first Colin what, do you, what were your first thoughts on this
0: movie I I, I enjoyed it I yeah. did um Where this falls in the Pixar canon for me of of films, I think, is something I still need to muddle over. I think it's just right in the middle. Um, I think, but um, I thought the animation was was beautiful in this film. Uh, It looked just stunning, and um, the voice acting is so talented. Everyone I thought was was great and brought uh, life to these beautifully animated characters. And the story was heartwarming. It was funny. I laughed. I cried. Um, and even though I'm not, I don't think this is a great Pixar film. I think it's a good Pixar film. But I also hold Pixar to a very high standard because mm. we've seen some incredible work for them. Work for them, especially these last three or four movies by them, excluding Good Dinosaur. Uh, but I haven't seen it, so maybe I do love it. But um, I, it, it's, it's it's a very good movie. I think it's. Um, will please a lot of people and it takes you back um, at least for me Very uh, seeing this uh, Finding Nemo as a young person as a young man and um it was nostalgic yeah <laughs> uh, I enjoyed myself um,
2: cool yeah enjoyed it not the best film I, I, I film.
0: no, and I think yeah. we can right. it, we'll, we'll talk about it yeah um,
2: Mitch your, your yeah, first I thoughts yeah I put
1: it in the middle of the pack um I think it's better than like Monsters University, which I didn't hate. Um, but in terms of like sequels go, uh, definitely not as good as the Toy Story sequels. Not at all. Not even close. Um, but better than the other sequels, which there aren't many to, to name. But um, yeah, I guess it's the best sequel <laughs> that or the best sequel that isn't the Toy Story sequels. Uh, this is a fun movie. I laughed a lot in it. Um, I think it's funnier than the first one, I would say. I don't really know. I can't remember a lot of jokes in the first one that stand out to me as like being super hilarious. But this one I was laughing a lot. Um, A lot of goofy visual humor and um, uh, just great writing. Uh, It does kind of of repeat itself Mm -hmm. and it rushes, Mm -hmm. like rushes into everything really fast. It's like, oh, how are we gonna get there? And then they're there, and we're like, oh shoot. Um, but I, I, liked the a plot and the b plot both equally, and I thought some there were, you know, Pixar moments where I was like choked up and like, oh, you got me again. You, um, I enjoyed it, and the animation was
2: one of, one of the Stunning. next to Wall-E, mm-hmm. like
1: one of the best animation yeah.
2: I've ever seen um yeah I so I don't have the nostalgia factor so that's that's not like influencing me at all um I thought uh script wise it's not the best um and a lot of what you're saying I think it kind of rushes into the story in all accounts and all aspects I think there's some kind of like I don't I mean look it's Pixar so again like you're saying it, well, this is holding to a high standard mm-hmm, mm-hmm, definitely. Like, this is a, it's a good script it's a really good script but yeah. it's not it's not where all these other movies are and I think a lot of it not I don't want to use the word lazy but there's like easy way outs with the script a little bit here that I thought were a little disappointing like like I don't know even if it's just like all these flashbacks and stuff it was just really I don't know the way that it, it moved or didn't move uh kind of bothered me and then the, sometimes it was just like there's the answer to this situation it's over that's it um, but other than that like it was really fun I was never bored I was laughing all the time the animation's freaking incredible every shot in the daytime in the water mm-hmm. outside of the Sigourney Weaver biology place was like <laughs> I, it looks like real water if their yeah. eyes weren't human eyes it, they looked like fish like it was crazy mm-hmm. um, so god damn the animation keeps getting better and better even the cars, uh, yeah, like the, cars. everything yeah I mean the inside of the, the ocean, open ocean area mm-hmm. looked like it could have been live action shot from, mm-hmm. a, from an aquarium so um, great great stuff I mean it was funny um, you know I'm I it's not my top favorite Pixar movie at all probably but I, whatever I would watch it again like soon mm-hmm. and like you're saying I mean it made both of you like damn it you got me again I mean I wasn't not I didn't want to cry but I was like oh man I did get emotional there I don't know how they do it they but they do it. do it every time so it's music Good movie, not perfect, but um, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, definitely not better than Finding Nemo, in my opinion.
1: No,
0: no, it's not. It's, it's been a while. Maybe more, more entertaining. Maybe
2: maybe more entertaining. I think it's more. It's funnier. I yes, would agree. It. Having seen yes. it recently, Finding last year.
1: Finding Nemo is over two hours long.
2: And it yeah, and it's and it's a, but you know it's also let's, let's get let's just get into the story now. I mean even <laughs> though Finding Nemo is sadder more, it's not as funnier. This movie is like dark and uncomfortable a little bit in certain spots i mean the, the it it is sad i mean dory's situation is sad it right. is like it's a, sometimes i don't know it's uncomfortable for me to watch like it especially in the beginning mm-hmm. um as a as a child too where she cannot and they're figuring out that she can't remember things mm-hmm. um it's a little heavy i think i don't know i mean that's a memory loss is is a, a sad uh Thing and, and they do it I mean they, it's not meant to be I mean, i'm saying I'm not I'm not saying that they're doing it poorly or anything I'm just saying that like that's what just you know, sort of gets me a little bit in this movie um you guys do you find it heavy do you find this movie heavy at all or no
0: not really um and I think as we're as we're talking about now I'm realizing i in the first movie they really played and still in this movie too they play up the humor of her um yeah situation of her situation okay. a lot and i mean that's funny and i think it it's funny because this isn't really something that you see a lot in everyday society no like yeah. people, it's
2: exaggerated you don't see like short-term memory loss like that but the idea of any memory loss i guess is what i'm saying is like the idea you can't remember things is, is, yeah you
1: know.
0: but she remembers important things right it's Sadder when, like, someone can't remember something important to me. Um, when she can't remember who she just said hello to, that's that's not a big deal. So, you're saying,
2: like, because she still remembers the important people in her life and that sort of thing, that's not it doesn't hit you as hard as if she, yeah, she doesn't remember strangers or what she was just doing. It's not that big of a deal.
0: Seeing Alzheimer's in movies destroys me, no, it destroys
2: me too. And then, I mean, it's so it's not to that extent, obviously, Mm -hmm. but it, it just kind of. I don't
0: know. And they play off the humor of it so much that I don't, I'm not saddened by it as much. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, like I said, I still, I still cried. I wish I could remember exactly what part I cried at, but um, yeah. I, don't know. So, so I, does,
2: I, I didn't find it. Doesn't heavy. affect you that much. No, I did not find it heavy. Mitch, do you the memory loss thing? Is it?
1: I mean, it does, but she's a fish. Not a, it's a fish, but, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but yeah, but but at the same time. It wasn't until the end reveal, like the you know the the not climax, but I don't want to, I, I can't spoil it. But at you the end you reveal, let's, let's okay, let's spoil it. Let's spoil it. when she is reunited with her parents. Yeah. Um. That's when I realized, like, oh, this is actually really sad because they've been doing this forever, like for the past few years. You know, I don't know how long their yeah, lives. Yeah, I, I had a tough time. Yeah, too, like so maybe like three or four years of, you know. Placing stones and trying to lead their... or not stones, but shells and trying to lead her back. Um, so it was like, wow, that's pretty. That was dark to me.
2: But other than that, no.
1: Okay. It wasn't. Um, it really wasn't that dark of a movie. I thought it was uh,
2: dark. Dark's not. I don't. I, heavy. I, heavy. Dark.
1: Yeah.
0: dark well, is I, not dark. I mean. Coming off of Inside Out too, I think Inside Out is a lot more well, than yeah. well. Inside <laughs> Out for sure is
2: more grounded yeah, <laughs> in right. in reality, which is strange considering the actual literal content. But um, what you mentioned, I think Mitch, you mentioned something about. Um, maybe it was you. But is is this, is this like rehashing a little bit, or like bit. is that what you said, or or like similarities to the other one, or did you mention that?
1: Yeah, it it in a way it's like they have to find someone and that the person that they have to find is in a strange place, right. like off uh, out of the ocean. And which I liked, I liked the, the stuff in the aquarium cause it was new and it was different. And we got to meet a cool octopus character, Septipus. um, octopus, mm-hmm. right. Uh, octopus character, which was funny. And, um, Hank, Hank, I liked was, Hank. Was it, was that was his name. I can't yeah. remember. Um, and i liked that uh and it also was able to set up two plots Mm -hmm. um pretty easily yeah um that that's really the only thing that i have to say was kind of boring i I mean and not boring but uh rehash it was just like here we go again yeah here we go again we're using the same people to like and the same things to get where we need to go yeah they say they need to get to California and they're like we're not going across because they live in the Great Barrier Reef right I think that's like what they're
2: I maybe Mm -hmm. I don't know I think that's Mm -hmm. kind of what they kind of
1: talk about Um, which I don't
2: know American accent which doesn't
1: really make a lot of sense considering like in the first one they have to use that current with this to go somewhere and then in this one they use that same current like oh i know a guy and then they're in the current uh you know going through it it's challenging funny.
2: the time and space of uh, right and of they go flying, finding the finding series right they go flying
1: through the across the ocean in uh, literally 30 seconds and they're in can california. we harness that technology right they're in california and they they get up above the water and sigourney weaver greets us and, and i mean it's goofy but like it's like oh here we go again dory gets picked out of the water because she's got a um you know plastic can ring on her and they these marine biologists pick her up and want to you know evaluate her and there she goes on a boat gone
2: yeah but i when i think a couple weeks a few weeks ago i i mentioned that i thought this had a chance to be one of those bummer pixar movies and i don't think it is like i don't think it's Mm -hmm. i don't think it's Again, I actually haven't seen Monsters University or The Cars Two or whatever the ones that people don't like, but um,
1: Monst- I think you might I, like Monsters University.
2: You went to college, right? I did. Dan Scanlon, <laughs> the director, is from Michigan. You guys know that? Oh. Yeah. Uh Anyways, but part of the reason I said that is just honestly, this, the, the title. Like it, this is like the Ocean's Thirteen title <laughs> of of Pixar movies. I mean, it seems like such a cheap concept where it's like let's take another character from the movie and do the same thing with them well
0: oh, the, most, po- the more, most the more and the more popular
2: character yeah, yeah. right um, I, that being said with those expectations in mind I think it maybe that's why it was even better for me because it's it just it it didn't feel fresh but it just felt enjoyable enough where it didn't matter to me I guess mm-hmm. ultimately
0: I absolutely remember that conversation I remember halfway through the movie too thinking to myself about that conversation that we had about it and thinking this is more of a dud for me. Um, oh, is it? I like I, said, I. I enjoyed this movie. Yeah. I would definitely watch it again. But what really like not upset me about it? Um, and maybe it's just because the last few animated films I've seen have a very real and very conscious social message for adults Something. and kids. Right. Yeah. And this one, I felt like has so many opportunities right. to do that. Totally agree. And. Uh, I, it, it didn't do any of that. So, you think they played it safe a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I mean, I can understand why Disney wouldn't want to bash uh, the likes of like theme institutions parts. like theme parks and SeaWorld because they own some of them. Yeah. But um, right. at least with like maybe some ocean pollution
1: stuff. In there. Right. They, there was like one line about ocean pollution. I it's thought. Like, Doesn't she... anybody have any decency or whatever? Yeah. I thought when she got. Wrapped in the the
0: bottle cans, like this was going to be a major plot and like ocean. Right. They got, they finally made it to California, and it's like polluted as fuck. Yeah, I thought they would <laughs> really go off that, but right.
2: nope. Well, it's now. I mean, it's interesting. Do you think we've kind of uh, is <laughs> uh, unintentionally is finding Dory become kind of an kind of an old school. Uh, Pixar movie in the sense that like you know Pixar movies used to be about oh this is just about toys that are alive it's a cool concept right this is about a movie about a fish that's lost and his, and his father's trying to find him and now all of a sudden we've got I mean honestly even Frozen which is a movie that's like spoilers or whatever you know love isn't necessarily love between a man and a woman it's like it could be love between sisters right? and that's like a, oh it's a different concept and then Inside Out it's about depression and then you have Zootopia which is like this is about racism So is the expectation now that these are going to be social messages or or changes into the culture, whereas like Andrew is just like we're going back to the well, we're just doing a cool little what 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 could happen if we could animate anything.
1: You can you can make a movie about both. I mean, well, right, and Utopia is definitely
2: Wally. Wally's about love, and it's also
1: about pollution and humanity. Um, Yeah, up about marriage. Yeah, yeah, and family mm-hmm. and monsters. But I saying but
2: but but <laughs> even I'm sorry. Even so, I mean, those movies are after <laughs> Let's just go through all of them. Those movies are after Cars like, is about like, <laughs> toys, <Car>. <laughs> something. <laughs> but but Wall-E. Up. I mean, these movies came after Toy Story and Finding Nemo and like the original like Pixar hits. Yeah, and so this being the sequel. I mean, because I don't remember Finding Nemo really having any sort of right. It's just it's a pretty pretty straightforward story where there's no underlying like um. The message is it's just like, a like it's okay to message. let, you know, like, let your,
1: don't be so protective of your kid. It's, yeah, they need to right. go out mm-hmm. and learn. Right. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But Finding Nemo definitely not as like socially conscious. No, no, not something. As you like.
1: think it would be considering it takes place in the ocean mm-hmm. in a location that's depleting as we speak. But, um, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I, I thought they were going to go with that before we saw the movie. You know, I kind of mentioned, like, mm-hmm. I think they're going to go, you know, the route of kind of saying SeaWorld and that stuff isn't okay. But, you know, then I saw it's a aquarium, not a theme park. And I'm like, okay, this is better, you know. But it is kind of a theme park. In a way. But there's but aquariums are, you know, I'm not going to jump into the the argument of, like, you know, we shouldn't have zoos. aquariums and we shouldn't have zoos because mm-hmm. you know because they're they're beneficial and they provide education and treatment and conservation. But um, that I thought it may go that route, but it didn't. It was actually. But I agree. I would have liked a, a more concrete message about pollution or something because kids have we multiple brains <laughs> and they'll love to go see this movie and if they see something about you know the the oceans being polluted then it's like oh we shouldn't do that
2: and like, it's like zootopia cool I mean, it's, yeah it's, on the surface it's a fun detective movie about animals but like you can also right. even as a it's young child prejudice. read between the lines yeah. right
0: well and like the during it the just story wise they <laughs> mention so much like we're about blah rehabilitation and release but they weren't really about release because they were sending a bunch of things to Cleveland. Yeah. So it's like right. it was built in the story. They just like didn't have like the balls to pull the trigger on
2: it. Right. Right. Um. Not to not to keep rolling with this, but it's interesting. I mean, is there? You talk about like you know, Finding Nemo is about hey, you know, let someone be adventurous, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Finding Nemo is like don't just live in your own shell, so to speak. Is there? I mean, is there even a? a, a I mean, what is the message? I don't this? think. What, what do you take? I mean, seriously, that, I think that's another thing that, like, what is this movie saying?
1: What's the point? The only person who seems to learn anything is Marlon, uh, Albert Brooks's character. There's a
2: very small little like yeah. he treated Dory badly, and he needs to learn about it. Is and yeah uh,
1: he treats Dory badly, and then he realizes I need to start thinking like Dory or doing like Dory. Right. Stop thinking so much and just do.
2: But Which, that's not really the overarching it's
1: messages. not uh, it's not I,
0: necessarily I, the right thing. Well, yeah, right. she gets herself into a lot of trouble. Right. right.
1: And, and like she doesn't She's really, lucky more than anything. She doesn't learn much either besides her own past. Like she doesn't learn anything about anything else. It's and she she doesn't do much to learn this stuff that just comes to her. You know, she just happens to be put in the right places to have like, you know, flashes of memories and then she's like, "Oh, I got to go this way now." Like, yeah. other characters learn stuff, you know? Like, the beluga learns to do echolocation again, and the, the whale shark learns to, uh, you know, not bump no. into stuff. No, the <laughs> whale
2: shark just learns that she can jump in the ocean. Right, she can go there. She doesn't to the, really learn yeah, There right. should
0: probably be a little bit of a higher fucking wall, don't we think? I know, <laughs> it's so weird.
1: That doesn't make any sense. I don't think I've ever seen a whale shark swim that fast, but... Uh, <laughs> And then, like I guess, the octopus learns how to, to drive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, how to drive. The octopus learns how to maybe jumping the shark a little bit. Yeah, there. definitely. <laughs> 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 the octopus learns to not be afraid of the ocean because when it was in the ocean in the past, it lost its leg. Yeah, and or its tentacle and. Then it's like, oh, I can't run away. I don't want to go to Cleveland. Who wants to go to Cleveland? Uh, <laughs> but he did want to. He like, did. He did. But afterwards, he was like, no, you're right. I need to be in the ocean with you guys. So if there's a third one, there's going to be a big crew of people. You know, finding Hank. Finding Hank. Finding his lost his <laughs> tentacle. tentacle. Right. Finding Hank's. Lost. Yeah,
2: I, I just think that I think that it's this movie Tokyo sushi shop at the end of it. Can I? Can, this is going to be. This is going to sound real dramatic. To it. But I was kind of hoping that her parents were dead, so that she could realize that the memory was enough for her. You know what I mean? I can, yeah, I like that. But they didn't really. I mean, that's. But that would have made this a fucking heavy movie really quick. And I don't think.
1: Well, that, life is heavy.
2: <laughs> but yeah. it also would have made it a very interesting. Like, oh, she can't remember, but now she does, and blah blah blah, and that's more than enough. The memories
1: mm-hmm. are enough. You know, that's important.
2: But it's a, it's a Pixar movie and she found her parents and...
1: Well, I mean, Up as a Pixar movie and there's a tragic death in the, death, the first in the 15 <laughs> minutes. it's
2: a rule of Pixar movies. Pixar movies are always sad in the beginning, happy at the end. Always. Like, or Disney movies in general. Yeah. Like, I mean, Finding Nemo is sad as hell in the beginning. Right. right? Uh-huh. But it's, yeah. after that, it's, you know, it's all up. <laughs> From there. Um,
1: all down under
2: you know like big hero 6 not pixar but that you know that movie um, sad in the beginning up from the uh, all from the after that so i don't know that's the formula right
1: right up and but again yeah, you downs, could, but you could, if you
2: were really Absolutely. ballsy and smart about it you could make that whole thing where they're dead but the memory is enough for her you could make that a happy ending. I mean, I can't, but I bet Andrew Stanton. It's possible could. that that was probably on the table. I, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure it was. I mean, it, it seemed like it was there actually, and they were like, mm-hmm. nah, I, don't think so. "I
1: did kind of." I mean, it was tragic when she, when they're
2: like, "Oh, they're gone!" Like, and they, you
1: assume that they're dead. Like, we couldn't find them or whatnot. They, they were gone. uh there's a scene where she's like, "What?" Like she doesn't understand like death really until it's like hit right. her in the face. That was a pretty intense scene and I I liked that. Yeah. But it then got even crazier.
2: Yeah. Um What about this cast guy? Well, for you know what, actually anything from this that repeated like any characters that came back that you didn't want to see or that you did that you really liked. You know what I mean? Like seeing the turtle again, did you eye roll or did you go, yeah, the turtle's down the doing the the stream thing? It was
1: like a mix. I eye rolled, but then he said a few funny lines. I was like, okay. Yeah, I liked right, seeing yes.
2: I liked
0: seeing the characters. I thought the way that they were worked in was a was a little sloppy, but um I I, I liked and they weren't in it for too long,
1: which I No, there,
2: there were probably all, I mean, there are more new characters in this film Definitely. than re- yeah. rehashed, right? Uh
0: huh.
1: Yeah. I um, like the kids in the, like, school, you know, the school and yeah, right. fish with the stingray. That was pretty funny. What
2: were your other favorite new characters? <laughs> I like Tank a lot. I really yeah, liked it.
1: Yeah, the octopus was cool. I like that a lot. Especially
2: that's a real thing. Have you guys seen these videos of octopuses escaping? Right, they're it's smart. Nuts. It's crazy. They're smart. It's crazy. There's like a
1: big movement to like stop eating them, like or throwing
2: them on the hockey ring.
1: That too. Well, we shouldn't. We shouldn't eat. We shouldn't eat octopus because. They're, they're, Colin's pissed. Yeah. Why, He's like, Why can't I
0: fucking eat a delicious
2: octopus? No, <laughs> I thought you were gonna be like, Why can't we throw them on the ice every Red Wings game?
1: Yeah, because uh, they're really, really smart. And um, they have like a complex array of emotions, from what I understand. Mm. Uh, so,
2: who's measuring that? <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> that's what I don't understand. Right. Um, they, they 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 put Titanic out in front of an octopus a, just fucking bawling.
0: Well, they don't think like a a cow like could like I know that that that's a fun, weird argument to me. It's like he yeah, had just have one or, or the other, like. <laughs>
1: Like, wait what? Like a I heard a weird
0: noise.
2: That <laughs> oh, was my phone, so oh. <laughs> Thanks dad.
0: <laughs> like I don't, I don't know. The saying that an octopus is like a little bit more right to like live just because they might be a little bit smart is a little weird to me.
1: Well, we don't really eat dolphin anymore.
0: No, well, I'm sure there's probably some dolphin in the cantuna. <laughs> but possible. but like it's just like oh a, a cow is stupid so therefore
2: like it's okay to eat them. <laughs> that is kind of funny, It's a actually. weird
0: logic to me. Like just eat them all or
2: don't. Well, no, I Well, I don't like seafood, so... Oh, I, I love, love seafood. <laughs> uh, you guys both are just, I <laughs> love seafood. So good. I, especially octopus. Maybe we should have got at <laughs> calamari tonight. Um, all <laughs> yeah. right, so we liked Hank. Uh, sea lions. I, this was interesting. I mean, we found out before the show that there... I mean, I knew it was um, uh, Idris Elba. That was kind of obvious. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. also that um, Dominic West... Played the the they played the two sea lions on the on the stone there, which I thought were hilarious. Little the Wire reunion there. I also we, we talked earlier. I liked the 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 the, the, bird or the no the, oh, the the the, the mentally, less chatty the mentally sea, handicapped sea lion Gerald. Yeah,
1: I lo- I thought that was hilarious. He was great. Yeah, I thought I it was the, very funny. Just goofy reminds me of face the, and goofy noises.
2: Remi- reminds me of the uh, the 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 one hyena in uh, Lion King. Yeah. A little bit. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, even the look kind of. <laughs> right. Um and then there was that there's that bird the the, Becky, the, the, the Becky, loon, the loon
1: which was like a crazy bird. I thought that was really funny. Yeah, too.
2: that got most of my hardest laughs were probably the loon. Yeah. But I love dumb looking birds. That's like kind of my thing. <laughs> yeah. Which is all birds really. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I I loved the um Yeah, I loved all that stuff. I loved the ending as well uh <laughs> with when the truck goes through the woods and goes crashing over like the hill and into the and ocean in and slow it slows motion. down i like that, I was that, dying. that, got, like, that just good goofy laughs. goofy stuff i this was a very funny movie i i think you know there are a lot of great lines in it yeah, i think about it, i
0: feel like this is definitely more funny than finding um, nemo yeah nemo, for, for sure but i feel like nemo had the better like memorable set pieces well it's cuz it's the yeah. Well,
2: there's also more locations, so to speak, in uh-huh. Finding Nemo. I guess inside yeah. the water park, whatever, there's there's a lot of stuff. But it's all confined to that one space mm-hmm. for the most part. I like you know? the touching tank, too. The touchy tank. That that terrified me.
1: I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. The Poker's Cove or whatever. <laughs> Turn Turn back! <laughs> it's a little, like, worms. <laughs>
2: Um, real quick, let's look at this cast. Ellen DeGeneres, Albert Brooks are back, of course. There's a new Nemo. Um, I don't know who it is, but it was a different kid, I guess. Or maybe, I don't know. I would have really to be. I mean, 13 years. years. <laughs> it would be
0: really impressive if he could have his voice. Um, he still remain that Well, a lot of times, when, lot of times
2: women uh, voice actors do kids a lot of times. yeah. Uh, yeah men or, or boy or girls. Um, uh, who do we got? Ty Burrell, Diane Keaton, Eugene Levy, Idris Elba, Dominic West, uh, Kate McKinnon, Bill Hader, Sigourney Weaver, of course, she's like like Caitlin the Olson. person. Caitlin Olson, Olsen, uh, John Ratzenberger, uh, Willem Dafoe, Stephen Root. Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney <laughs> Weaver. Great cast. Mm. Um. I mean, isn't it kind of funny, though, that, I mean, again, it's an animated movie, but that, like, Ellen DeGeneres carries a, like a, a, a huge film i mean she really does i mean she wouldn't live action you know like you wouldn't she probably wouldn't be built not in the movie like that. i mean this is a 150 million dollar movie or something
0: i mean she does have like a really popular talk show that's on
2: every day that yeah, she's, she's millions she, of people watch no, i understand but she's not like she, i mean how many movies is she in a year? i think that's by choice no i'm not saying it isn't i just think it's, it's i mean should she be in more you know what i mean like she's not she, my point is she obviously can carry a movie yes. and can yeah. sell a movie. Um, it's just interesting that she doesn't really do it. I guess she's busy yeah, doing I a would, show. Why would she? Yeah, I don't know. But, um, I was saying that her show came out about the same time. Same time as Finding I Nemo. I right, yeah. think she
0: got the show because of Finding Nemo. Maybe.
2: Is that true? I'm pretty really sure that's yeah, true. I think it was around <laughs> the same time.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, wait, I do want to talk about the short.
2: Yes, yeah, the short before the film. Piper. Piper. Mitch, what did you think?
1: Uh, I just want to say it was amazing animation. Yes. Even better, nuts. even better than the Finding yes. the story. Yeah. Uh The each individual sand grain—it was nuts. It was crazy. It was absolutely nuts. I was blown away. Even like when it's underwater at, for that one moment, and the like little sand particles are floating around the bird—like incredible.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, the story to me was fucking stupid, but... Yeah, it really <laughs> short. It looked I mean, incredible. But you
2: could tell that it was... Like, you could tell this was a test or something. Yeah. This mm-hmm. was like, they're trying to push the limits for visual yes. mm-hmm. animation. Because yep, yep, yep. there was there. no talking or speaking. Yeah, and I mean, they were just yeah. they were just like, let's just see what we can do here.
1: Right. Whereas, yeah. like, the volcano one last yeah, year was a story. A good story oh, and, yeah, was a story. Yes, it was. It was sad. Yeah. Or sweet. Well, I love
2: uh, this movie, but not as much as Finding uh, Nemo. I recommend it. You recommended yeah. it. Colin, yeah, recommend it. Yeah, Piper Down now. Piper Down now. Um, that's Finding Dory. Um, we do end every week with some Netflix or Video On Demand recommendations. I'll go first, um, because I am, uh, I've been watching, I'm I'm trying to, I gotta get an anime kick going every once in a while. So I am watching Netflix's, uh, manga, uh, adaptation of The Seven Deadly Sins, which I'm finding very entertaining. Um, talking pig and that's all I gotta say love the talking pig no it's really good I'm like six or eight episodes in somewhere around there and uh entertaining show way to go Netflix people mm-hmm. for distributing that um Callen, what are you recommending
0: um I'm rec- I might just do like um a, a few recommendations oh, here yeah because Netflix recently had like an, a to me like a pile on of a, of a few good things here um some I've seen and some I haven't seen which is cool um spotlight yeah i saw that just came out oh, on, oh. Netflix? Yep. on netflix oh, nice. oh, yeah i yeah, highly recommend been. that uh jurassic park came on netflix Ooh, i saw that james white you've seen that
2: <laughs> oh, yeah no, i mean i saw, I mean, I saw <laughs> that it was on netflix
0: james white um a movie i haven't seen that was, what's that? What uh, was that with cynthia nixon in it very well received from last year okay um and then The Color Purple, which I've never seen and which I was going to watch this week.
2: Huh. Have you seen the musical or anything? Read the book? or?
0: I know of the musical and I know of the book and I've listened to some of the music from the musical, but I've not seen any any of it. Or, I, would, I, wanna, I want it you to really watch the, the
2: Color tr- Purple and I want to talk about it. Oh. Well, Is that I, a 90s <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, 96? it's an 80. It's an 80-something. Oh, yeah. um, right. I, it was... I love I was... Goldberg. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We do
1: need to do our '96 movies soon. We do, if we can find the time.
2: If you have recommendations, please send them our way. Mitch, everybody's um, <laughs> listening, <laughs> Mitch, what are you recommended? Um, recommended? Well, mandatory? first,
1: I just want to say uh, BoJack Horseman's coming on in a few weeks. And new season. Yeah, new yes, season, right. and I love that show. I did write it. I did a write up last year for it. I don't know if I'll be able to do another write up this year for it, but um, great show about depression and very funny. Great voice acting. So that's coming up. Get caught up. It's great. I don't have anything else to um, recommend, but I do have something to plug. As you know, I have been working... Well, maybe you don't know, but as you know, I'm going to assume you do. As you know, I've been working on co-writing and co-directing a sketch show for the past few months with a talented group of writers and uh, um, actors. And we have our dates, our show dates. Um, Our show is called With Extra Onions, I don't know why. Uh, Well, we chose that. and It 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 works out. It works out. Uh, It's more topical for me than you would think. What? (laughs) (laughs) There's a a line in one of our sketches that has to do with it. Um, So, With Extra Onions, it's a very comedy sketch title sort of name. Yeah. Um, And it is July 22nd, July 23rd, July 29th, and July 30th at 8 p.m. at the Planet Ant Theater in Hamtramck and i would appreciate it if everybody came by at some point and watched it because uh, it's pretty funny um you you will have your sensibilities tested oh
2: yeah great we everyone goes to go see it i mean, if you haven't been to i haven't been to planet ant actually you should go out um and if you don't go to ham either i mean, it's a fun, it could be a fun night out you right. see mitch uh mitch sketch show right. so
1: uh and yeah if you haven't been to planet ant uh go on Mondays and go on Saturday nights. Um, Do also it. in a couple of weeks, oh, I don't have the exact date The Actually the week before the 22nd and 23rd is colony fest, which is a big tournament of improv troops nice, in the nice. area. So people sign up and there's like four or five improv troop shows per night. And then you mm. vote on who's the best. And then on Saturday night is the finals. So if you want to see some improv, go any of those days around, uh, Seven or so, I think
2: awesome, yes, go see it support uh, your local improv artist in Detroit and also support Mitch yeah, our uh, co-host on the film cast right. um and we'll'll po- we'll, right. post- we'll post about that on the Woodwards Facebook yeah. page as well.
1: yeah once a Facebook group is made or a Facebook event is made, we'll start sharing it around, and we'll get it so. out there.
2: For sure. Um, well, that about does it for us. We will uh, be back next week. I'm confident that we can stick to our weekly schedule uh, next week with a new movie um, after the 4th of July weekend. That's right. It should be fun and we'll be well rested and we'll uh, have more to say about a lot of things, all movies and TV news and discussion and films and all that stuff and new movies and yada about. Um, you can hit us up uh, on Twitter at woodwardsdet or uh, email us at gmail.com for Colin and Mitch. My name is Kale. We'll see you next time.
1: Bye. Bye. Happy so yeah.
0: pulling.
1: This has been a woodwardsdetroit.com production. Your Detroit Avenue to alternative pop culture talk. Watching. I could fly